0: Everybody out there in podcast land how are you doing it's David again well tonight is Saturday it's October 10th 2020 and tomorrow is Sunday 6 o'clock p.m. we're going to have a service it's our first sanctified dot life service in home and it's going to be a, an exciting special service we're going to have songs and um, anointed preaching teaching uh, whatever the, the Lord uh, inspires. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have people inside the house gathered together, but we're also going to be reaching a lot of people through the internet, through Facebook Live and other avenues. So I figured tonight I would uh, do a little podcast. It's been a few days because we've been preparing for uh, the service, but I want to keep my listeners and my supporters out there. Something to bless them on podcast. So that's what this is tonight. So we'll get into a few things. I got a story for you to tell that happened many years ago. I'm gonna share that right after a word from our sponsors. Hey, welcome back tonight's podcast thanks for listening to our sponsors and following us along on facebook facebook live when we go live our sanctified.life website and all the other social media sites that we have we have youtube but we haven't really been focusing on it but we're going to get to that eventually so we're going to keep you tuned in as we go along and we just thank you for following us So now back to the story. I opened up telling you I was going to share a story tonight. I like to do that. The The story is going to help you with some confidence. And the main focus of the story is listening to the voice of the Lord. How do you know when the voice of the Lord is talking to you? And what happens when you allow the voice of the Lord to speak to you and then you act upon it? So this story starts like this. It was about 15 years ago from... Where we are now in life. And I was working two jobs. And I was working morning. I'd get up real early. Well, I worked in Myers first. I'd work at nine o'clock at night. And then I would get out at six o'clock in the morning. I would do that so many times a week. And then as I got out of work at six o'clock in the morning, I would leave my job and go to my dad's house and wake him up because I figured if I'm gonna suffer in the morning, I'm gonna make him suffer in the morning. And he had this little apartment, and as I uh, would go over there, I would say, hey, make some coffee, wake him up, we talk, we pray, and then uh, we talk for a little while, and I'd leave. Spend a a couple hours there, usually. And then I would go home, sleep for a couple hours, and after a few hours, I would go to my other job at eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning, I work maintenance at another place, a nursing home. I get out of there about five o'clock in the afternoon, come home, sleep again, until I had to go back into my my night shift at nine o'clock. And so that was my routine. So on this particular day, I get out and I head to my dad's house about six o'clock in the morning. He makes coffee, we're sitting there, we're talking, and all of a sudden I said, man, I hate to do this, dad, but I just feel like I gotta leave, like I gotta go somewhere. And I think the Lord wants me to go. And he's like, okay, uh, that's all right. Uh, we prayed and I left. And as I left, I'm driving along just praying. And I see this man walking across an overpass that I was heading over. It was a black man. And I, so I pulled over on the top of the overpass. And just, I opened my door up and he ran and jumped in. And he goes hey i got my sword with me too and he jumped in and he had a bible in his hand and i had a bible on my dash i always left open i left the bible open to acts 238 about peter uh repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the mission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost and so i always had it opened up to that as i drove i always liked having an open bible in my car he jumps in and uh he goes hey that's nice to see you got a bible there i said yeah i don't go anywhere without it i said where are you going he's like oh i just got to go up to the bank i said well i don't think it's open because it was only about 6 30 at this time he goes well if you want you can just drop me off there and then uh that'll be fine i said no i'll tell you what i'll take you there and if it's closed which i knew it was i didn't live very far from the bank i said afterwards you can just come to my house and hang out i'll make breakfast and you can sit with us and then uh, I'll take you back up to the bank, it's no problem. He's like, are you sure, man? No, I don't wanna do that. And I was like, no, nah, if it's closed, we'll do that. So as we're driving to the bank, he starts asking questions about the Bible that was open. He said, hey, I had a question. I've been searching about baptism and nobody's been able to answer me this in jail. I just got out of jail, I'm gonna cash my jail check. I've been in there for six months and I was really, really thinking about baptism. I said well you got in the right car so I started to explain to him about the Jesus name baptism immersion in water and that how everybody must be baptized to be saved and it's one of the parts of salvation and so we talked and after that we talked about the Holy Ghost infilling, and speaking in tongues and he said I've never had that I said well you can get the Holy Ghost anytime he's like well how do I do that and I said well I'll tell you what let's go to the bank if it's closed we'll go to my house we'll make breakfast I got a roommate there. I'll wake him up. My buddy named John. He was a Sunday school teacher and we'll pray with you. And he's like, sounds good, man. So we go to the bank. It's closed. We head back to the house. I wake up my buddy. I make, start making breakfast. And I said, Hey, I got a, I got a guy here that wants to get the Holy ghost. And he's been interested in baptism and etc." And he jumps up and his hair sticking up and his, he's all disheveled. And he, had, he understood how I was by now because I was always doing either bringing strangers home or talking to people that were strangers all the time because when the fire of the Holy Spirit's inside you, you want to talk to everybody and it builds your confidence because when you listen to the voice of God, you act upon it and you start to see things happen and it really, really becomes a blessing to you and it helps you to grow along the way. And when you are listening to the voice, like hearing that you have to leave, like you have to go and as you're leaving you fall into the same place as a man that's walking looking for baptism and gets in your car and he has a Bible so you know that God was involved without a shadow of a doubt anyways we're inside this living room our living room he's sitting in a recliner I'm excited I'm ready to pray and talk to him I didn't really didn't know much at this time I was pretty much new into it it might even been like 17 or 18 years ago and I figured this guy knew everything because I looked up to him and he's explaining. He goes, I said, what do you think we should do? He goes, well, let's do this. We're gonna, everybody breaks apart, we're gonna pray and then we'll come together, lay hands on him and we'll pray that the Lord gives him the Holy Spirit. I said, that sounds great. So we all separated, prayed. I couldn't wait to go over and lay hands on this guy because I wanted to see the Lord bless him. After we prayed, we ran over there, laid hands on him. We started praying and the presence of the Holy Spirit moved in the house the greater, greatest way I've ever known in my life, I've never had this happen since, since this day. The presence of love of the God moved into our home and overshadowed this guy, overshadowed me and I overshadowed my roommate in a way that I've never felt before. It overtook us, we all started crying and weeping and we, we barely could even just stand in it. He started speaking in tongues immediately and started crying, just excited with joy and he was so excited. Afterwards, we were just so happy. We ate breakfast, I took him, cashed his check, he called his dad, and his dad met us at the courthouse in Midland to, to uh, get a ride home. He lived in Flint, we lived in Midland. I offered to drive him all the way home, but he says, no, you've done enough, so don't worry, my dad will pick me up. So we get to the place, I'm waiting for his dad to show up, and his dad gets out. He had a van. He gets out, walks up to the vehicle and he's like, hey, I want to thank you for helping my son out. And uh, do I owe you anything? And I said, no, you don't owe us nothing. I said, I was glad. And I couldn't wait to tell him about what happened to his son. And then as he's talking, his son goes, yeah, my dad's a minister. He's a preacher. And But he was a preacher of a denomination that did not believe in. What just happened? And I was excited to tell this guy because I was new into it. I thought everybody believed the way the Bible taught. But there's some people that teach contrary to what the Bible teaches because of tradition of men or they're scared of things. And as we told him, I said, listen, your son just got the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. He's like, yeah, he already had the Holy Ghost. He said, yeah, he speaks in tongues now. And he just shook his head and he walked away with a real skull on his face. And it seemed like he quenched the spirit right after that. Like he just couldn't wait to get in the vehicle and just smash down what just happened to this young man. And they drove off into the sunset and then i drove off home with like an empty feeling in my heart like like something just happened that was not very good and i thought about it over many years i always thought about that i thought about how god used a white guy that was not very well versed in the church to pick up another guy that was black and to pick him up and explain to him baptism as he was searching it in his heart and i explained to him how it worked And not only that, he also showed up as we prayed and asked for God to move. The Holy Spirit showed up and did something mighty and amazing, even though the household he's from believed a contrary way. And this is what I always thought is, the Lord did a great work that day, and this man is going to go into the rest of his life thinking about what happened. Not only that, this was his first day out of jail. We don't know what he went to jail for. I don't know what happened, why he went there what kind of lifestyle he had, but I know that something changed in his life after that moment, that he's never going to be the same, that God did a work. And why did God do a work? Because one man was able to listen to the voice of the Lord and to act upon it. If I would have never listened, been in tune, or acted upon what God wanted me to do, if I would have just dismissed it as head noise or I'm just going to spend time drinking coffee with my dad, I just had more important things to do. This would have never happened. But we leave it in the hands of God and we just let him have control of what happens. He's in charge of every one of us anyways. We don't know who he saves and who he doesn't save. He's in charge of that. So tonight as I close out this podcast, I want you to think about listening to the voice of God and having confidence to act upon it. Because when you do that, great things happen. Not only for you, but for those that are searching for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Most High God, and we know his name as Jesus. And with that, God bless. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast tonight. I appreciate my sponsors out there for all the sponsorship that you you've given me and the way you believe in this podcast. I hope this story blesses you tonight. I hope it gives you the courage to listen to the voice of God and not only listen, don't be just hearers, but be doers. Act upon what you hear. Go out with confidence knowing that God is with you and what you do, he's going to back you up all the way. Let your light shine tonight. And have a great blessed rest of the evening. And with that, God bless.